Hello, this is Dr. Patrick Porter, and welcome back to the BrainTap Business Journal Podcast, where we bring you tips and tricks to help your practice and your personal life. And today we have a very special guest, someone who's been on the podcast before, and he's written a book that we're going to be talking about and that everyone needs to know about. So please like, share, and get this out to anyone with an immune system. And in a moment, you're going to know what we're talking about because we're going to give you some tips from Dr. Robert Silverman. He's He's been in this field for such a long time. He's been doing his research. He's been proving out his factories in front of teachers and doctors across the world. And we're so lucky to have him here. He's going to give us a review of the immune system, the latest developments, the maximizing, how to restore the immunity of the immune system, how to get the health back, how to include practical steps for building better immunity, which we all need right now. You know, this is a time where fear is disrupting our immune system and the problems that we're having. He's going to help us with some surprisingly critical roles the gut plays in maintaining strong immune function and explores innovative approaches to restoring health of the gut in the immune system, this gut-brain access, which you hear me talk about all the time. This is the this is what brain tap can't do, but can assist. So all you brain tap doctors out there, you please tune in, listen, have your staff listen to this podcast because he's going to be dropping some truth bombs here. He's going to be helping us. So Dr. Silverman, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Dr. Porter, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Truth bombs. We're ready yeah. to go. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, this book you have now, it's called Immune Reboot. Tell me what drove you to write that book. You know, it's a great question. Uh, I live in New York. I'm right outside the city. And in March of 2020, my whole neighborhood, the everybody was getting sick and they were getting pretty sick and there was nobody to talk to. There was no guru, if you will, of immunity. So I started to compile a lot of information, saw a lot of patients because I realized that we needed something that was documented and we needed a protocol and a starting point to go forward because our immune systems are working for us 24-7, 365. Our immune system represents a protection from the hostile outside world of bacteria, viruses, toxic chemicals, intestinal microbiome, stress, and trauma. It generally doesn't complain or speak up unless it's neglected or it's been mistreated. It actually does its job quietly behind the scenes, but when it's challenged, it jumps into action to defend itself and it can help orchestrate the repair of damaged parts. As you spoke before, we each have a unique immune system with genetic history and exposures we've encountered. So the ability of our immune system to function at high levels over a decade of our life depends upon how we treat it. Interesting in that, like every cell of our body, the immune cells need to be properly fed, exercised, rested, supported with a healthy lifestyle. What the immune system needs for optimum function is different from person to person. So, you know, you really ask, why did I write this book? My purpose was to help patients decrease their propensity to infectious disease and chronic illness while optimizing their overall health. My goal was to provide a lighted path for my patients, colleagues, and friends to follow to attain this individual goal. That's great. I mean, here we are. A lot of people don't realize what their immune system is, how it functions, what's going on there. Can you shed some light on, you know, how does the immune system work? I mean, what when we get assaulted, what's going on in the body there? You know, and you made a great point about the immune system. And before we leave, we definitely should go over how the immune system affects our brain health. Mm -hmm. 
because our immune system communicates with our central nervous system. Central nervous system, obviously, as you all know, is spinal cord and brain. And if you want to be specific to the virus or COVID, I have a personal story with my mom losing a lot of cognitivity after acquiring COVID. She is older. But what I saw happen was, you know, um, devastating and, uh, you know, just uh, overall, it's hard to find words when you speak about your mom, but the change in her lifestyle and trajectory in life was, uh, you know, extremely uh, detrimental, unfortunately. But anyway, segueing back to the immune system, the immune system provides three levels of defense against disease-causing organisms. People forget that our skin is part of our immune system. It's our first entry. And to really speak about um, making an analogy between your skin and your gut, if you have a hole in your skin, we all know that we want to put a Band-Aid or if it's a big hole, we want to put stitches. However, if we have a hole in our gut, we may not even realize it because we can't see it or our patients can't see it, but it's there. And you know, damage to the gut is critical because 80% of our immune cells are in our gut. It's where our macro and micronutrients are absorbed. And the gut-to-brain axis, which we refer to, which is our super, way, super highway to health, is a critical element to our overall function and health. So our first part of our immune system, to recap, is the skin and, believe it or not, our digestive tract. So therefore, it happens to be stomach acids, digestive enzymes, and our microbiota. That's really shown by the fact that sometimes we regurgitate or we poop, like in diarrhea, because our immune system is trying to get rid of a foreign particle. But the two parts of the immune system that people most speak about are the innate and the adaptive. The innate, we get it from day one when we're born. Our innate is our 365, 24-7 security guards. They're the sentinels of our immune system. They protect us. They're like our Marines. There are neutrophils, macrophages that engulf and destroy foreign invaders and damaged cells. But you want to balance communication between your innate and your adaptive and acquired immune system. The acquired immune system is interesting in that it acqui we acquire it. That's why three, four, five, six, and seven-year-olds keep getting sick because they're acquiring experiences and antibodies. So our acquired immune system, which is adaptive or specific, is our B and T cells. Our T cells come from our thymus, and that's part of the problem. Our thymus is the first gland to go through involution, shrinking, and it does so in our teenage years. So for me, if somebody were to ask a great immune test, it would be T cell exhaustion or the uh, position and the status of your T cells. Now, your B cells come from your bone marrow. They're your antibodies, IgE, IgA, IgM, and of course, the one that we all talk about, IgG. So that balance between the immune system is a critical element. And those antibodies are interesting in the catalog as our experiences. So we remember them forever. As you guys all know, our central nervous system remembers every incident or every attack from a virus. However, we may not remember it. So our immune system is critical. The idea of balancing and the theme of an, a balanced immune system to a resilient immune system is a critical element. And that's where we want to be at higher levels of health. Right. Yeah. Most people don't realize we do have a psychoimmunology, which means our mind actually has an effect on how our immune system functions. And I think that's what's happening out there with people that get long COVID, right? Something's going on. It's not just their loss of smell and, and what's going on with the all these different variants that are going on. But you have protocols that you've actually used in your in your facility. You you found that they worked. Would you be willing to share a few of those uh, protocols with us? Uh, 
without question, you know, the long COVID protocol has probably been my most popular protocol. People are asking for it. And unfortunately, um, long COVID has gone through a metamorphosis of sorts. It was originally called long hauler syndrome, and it was actually coined in May of 2020 by a Twitter uh, expert or uh, somebody who's uh, uses Twitter a lot because she said, man, I've been sick for two months. I'm long hauling and boom, and it went off. We love the <laughs> term long COVID. So severe fatigue is one of the most uh, common long COVID symptoms. An international study actually showed that fatigue affects 80% of all long COVID patients. Post-exertional malaise after exercising is at 73%. Long COVID means that after three months of infection, you've had two months additional symptomology. So basically, for lack of a better term, you still feel like crap. The debilitating fatigue reported by many long COVID patients may be related to virus-triggered damage to the mitochondria. The infection makes the mitochondria go into something called cellular danger response. Let's put a hard stop here when I say cellular danger response. So if you and I, Dr. Porter, were to get the flu, we would feel fatigue because the immune system uses about 55% of our mitochondrial energy. So you're tired. So it shuts down. Now, what's interesting about mitochondria is that it originates from bacteria, and it's actually a cousin or a sister to the gut. So mitochondria is a critical element for the gut, but it is the number one organelle in the brain. Mm -hmm. So people who suffer from long COVID are going to be tired and need a brain reset or a brain tap without question. Having said that, Now, when you look at that and you have this new gnarly virus that puts a tremendous strain and you need more energy, your mitochondria says, you know, we have a secondary function and that secondary function is immune health. So we're going to shut off all our ATP power plants producing ideologies. And we're now going to go and help and try and support the immune system. And that idea of feeling like crap and total exhaustion is there. They call that cellular danger response. You shut it off. The problem is to turn it back on. It's not a switch. It goes through a whole cycle. There's three different checkpoints. So I ask everybody, what have you done for your mitochondrial function today? And most people take it for granted and don't understand it's a switch to shut it off, but it's a recycle to go through that. So whatever you do to your mitochondria, you also do to your brain. So to treat cellular danger response and help restore better mitochondrial function, here's my supplemental protocol. B vitamin, 60 milligrams, coenzyme Q10, 300 milligrams all daily, acetyl-L-carnitine, 1,000 milligrams, get some NAD+, because now we talked about no NMN anymore, alpha-lipoic acid, 600 milligrams, NAC or liposomal glutathione, magnesium, magnesium, about 200 milligrams, but also, and I know you can piggyback in on this, magnesium l 38 which is rocket ships to help the brain function better, zinc, 40 milligrams, selenium, 200 micrograms, vitamin C, 2000 milligrams. And of course, I like to utilize a lot of mushrooms because they allow for the immune system activation and balance. Yeah. So is, is all of this found in your book? We're, we're here talking with Dr. Robert Silverman. He's the author of the book, Reboot Your Immune System, or Reboot 
uh, immune reboot, I'm sorry. Immune reboot is the name of the book. I, I keep thinking of, I'm trying to put it into a verb. The uh, So in the process of that happening, are these protocols in there, this list of supplements? Because some people might be driving in their car and they're going, oh, man, I, want it, I, want those, I want that list. And I know that for the first three people that respond to a consultation, they're going to get a 20 minute immune uh, health consultation and they're going to get a free copy of this book. So tell them a little bit about what they can find in the book and and because you just you just gave them a you know a recipe for health but maybe they weren't in a position to write it down they're scrambling for that pen or paper what what should they do i'm sorry about rattling it off so quick um that that is directly from my book that happened to be chapter eight so the idea of my book immune reboot where we're trying to maximize your immunity restore gut health and optimize vitality it is a explanation protocol driven book Everything that I talk about here, as far as the protocols are in the book, if you're interested in getting a copy of the book, like you said, the first three people to ask a question or reach out to you, will get a free copy of the book, a physical book. Others who want to buy one for the home, whether it's uh, you know, an ebook or a physical book, they can go to Amazon or immunereboot.com. All the protocols are there. These are the protocols that I've used. And these are the protocols I've used on my friends, my family and my patients, and I share with all my colleagues. Right, and, you, and you've heard me talk out there, BrainTap Nation, that the first line or the first wave of wellness is nutrition. You cannot think a bad diet. So especially when the immune system is compromised, it's it, like he said, it's doing what it needs to be doing while you're doing what you need to be doing. So we need to give it the building blocks. You can't expect the workers to build a house without giving them the bricks and mortar and the and the nails and, and plywood and everything they need to build that house. So he's going to give you the really the playbook to rebuild the immune system and reboot it, get it going the way it should be. When we talk about a moon reboot, can you, can you tell us a little bit about how the, how everyone listening can support their immune system now and what they might be willing to do in the future? I know that now that this is more commonplace, people now understand that they have this thinking immune system, really. It's not just, it's not just some dumb thing. Like you said, it remembers every assault. And, you know, it can overreact too. So we need to have the nutrients in there. We need to have the mental stability. We need to basically get everything going right. But what do you recommend the listeners do to support their immune system starting today and then into the future? Uh, you know, that's a great lead in. Thank you so much for the softball. And this is something that I think all practitioners need to talk about with their patients. What have you done for your immune system lately? Do you have the energy to help with your immune system? I always believe it, and I will definitely concur with you. It all starts with nutrition and it should start with food because good food is positive health promoting information for the body. Bad food generates inflammation. So clearly choose wisely. Some of the foods that I would avoid to avoid inflammation would be some acronyms I share with all my patients. GPS, GPS meaning no gluten, no processed food no sugar. DNA, no dairy. Sorry, everybody. No <laughs> nicotine, no artificial sweeteners, no vegetable or seed oils. That's really taking the world by storm. Big conversation piece and no deep fried foods. Follow what I like to refer to as an anti-inflammatory diet by keeping your glycemic index low. That sugar, 300 calories of sugar will decrease your immune system by 50% over a two hour period. So think about getting on a plane and everybody was afraid of a plane or a large crowded area because they may feel that they could be immune compromised and they're drinking a Frappuccino. And what is a Frappuccino full of? Full of sugar. It just doesn't make sense. 
Also for me, I think one of the hidden causes of inflammation is food sensitivities. So to detect and avoid food sensitivities. As a matter of fact, if I could take the brash step and say that I believe that the food sensitivities, which adversely affect the gut, are one of the leading causes from the gut to brain axis for lack of performance by the brain. As a matter of fact, an IRB study showed that when you took away food sensitivity, the number one thing that was affected was anxiety and depression. And number two was brain fog and, of course, gas and bloating. Yeah, Environmental that's... overload. Yeah. Amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Just from the food that you eat. And then, then if I could take the next step and say, put the brain tap on to retrain your brain and get mm -hmm. over, I won't call the damage, but to retrain it, man, you know, you're on a great path there. Mm -hmm. so, so yeah. 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 Tell us a little bit about, I know you, you were going, when they, when we take these supplements that you're talking about, because, you know, some people can't take you know, all these supplements at one time, do they need to be taken at certain times during the day or does it, how does that work? I mean, what's the, is there a certain protocol to that? Well, let's talk about pre and probiotics. So a probiotic gives pro-life to your gut. A prebiotic feeds your probiotic. There are specific probiotics that are vaguely stimulated. I think we may get talk in yeah. about the vagus nerve. What that means is it stimulates the vagus nerve, which is cranial nerve number 10. It goes from the medulla oblongata down through the transverse colon. However, the supplements that we're really referring to is those two to make a postbiotic, which is something like a short chain fatty acid, which is a butyrate. Remember, the gut to brain axis is fascinating in that when you said it's bi-directional, it's elevator up an elevator down. Whatever you do to your gut, you do to your brain. Whatever you do to your brain, you do to your gut. So when you sit down with somebody and you're a gut guy, like I'll say I am, if I don't look at the brain, I'm missing half the equation. If somebody were to sit down and just look at the brain and not incorporate some ideas on the gut, you know, the root, they may be missing some things. So some supplements that help the gut and the brain simultaneously, like I mentioned before, magnesium L-threonate, Great study, 2016, out of MIT, where it decreases brain aging by nine to 14 years. Pre and probiotics, like I mentioned before, omega-3 fatty acids or rocket ships to allow for decrease in inflammation. Vitamin D3 with K2 are a great choice. We always can talk about glutamine, but the interesting thing about glutamine is do not take glutamine, everybody, on its own. Glutamine on its own can feed glutamate and increase excitotoxicity in the brain. So when you look at your gut protocols, you take your glutamine with taurine, which decreases excitotoxicity or shuts down the NMD, NMDAR shoot. So um, you could consider that. And last but not least, something that uh, not enough people are talking about, pro-resolving mediators. Pro-resolving mediators are a fractionated fish oil that allow for the resolution of inflammation and the homostasis between the initiation and the resolution of inflammation. Because if we can decrease inflammation, we can allow our neurons in our brain to fire it together. So therefore that they can rewire together, hence allowing the bi-directionality of the brain to gut and gut to brain to function optimally. That's awesome. Again, we're talking to Dr. Robert Silverman, who's the author of immune reboot. And if you're one of the first three people to respond or ask for a consultation, then you're going to get a 20 minute health consultation where he'll go over all of this on your own. 
And you'll also get a free copy of his book, which can be found on Amazon or at his website, Immune Reboot, right? Re re immunereboot.com. Go Absolutely. there, get this book. Uh, we're going to talk, you, you kind of were a little psychic there. We're going to talk a little bit about the vagus nerve and you went into it a little bit, but I want the BrainTap users to know that I actually have put a vagus nerve program in BrainTap now. So when you're reading that, and it's a breathwork process to trigger the vagus nerve. And, you know, one of the things that we found by putting the frequencies in the ears with BrainTap, where we pulse the light, it actually stimulates the vagus, vagus nerve. Now there's a lot of better vagus nerve stimulators, but this is, you're getting that. And also breathwork can do that. So breathwork has some magical qualities to do it, but tell us, you, you went into, you know, the vagus nerve and we know in the brain research, what's really funny is now the brain guys are saying, Hey, the gut has something to do with this. And, and we know that there's, there's a gut biome. We now know there's a brain biome. And if you see it in the gut, like your leaky gut, you have a leaky brain and people wonder why they have brain fog and they have indigestion and they're taking in these purple pills, you know, in, in after every meal and tell us what the role is of the vagus nerve and how this, uh, how it affects the immune system, really. I mean, how, how does this the ineffective vagus nerve. A lot of people, I think their problem is their vagus nerve is like only working at 10 or 20% accuracy uh, efficiency or something. Yeah, unfortunately that is correct. And I think it's fabulous that you're stimulating in a year. Well, I'm gonna extrapolate for you. Uh, you're probably stimulating the auricular portion of the vagus nerve, is, which is only one hundredth of the size of the nerve, yet you get the most bang for the buck in that transcranial stimulation of the vagus in, in that particular area. I'm going to guess that the breathing is like a physiological sigh, which has a calming effect, you know, mm -hmm. two deep breaths and one short breath. But the vagus nerve is truly the interface that carries information to and from your gut, your microbiota, and your brain. Recent research suggests it plays a vital role in immunity, but also autoimmunity. So if the signals up and down your vagus nerve are weak and interfere with clear communication, you really need ways to boost it. So the vagus nerve, as I said before, is cranial nerve number 10. It's the second longest nerve in your body. The longest is obviously the sciatic. The vagus is the longest cranial nerve in your body. It starts from the medulla oblongata at, um, at the bottom of the brainstem and goes down through the transverse colon. Interesting about the transverse colon, it inserts on the transverse colon on something called a neural pod. This neural pod is like a paper clip, if you will, that it goes over the inside and the outside of the intestines. Therefore, the vagus nerve can sense the microbiota inside the gut. So we call it bidirectional. It's truly microbiota gut because of the vagus nerve to the brain. And this is the reason that the vagus nerve is about 80 or to 80 to 90% afferent, where it's 20 to 20% efferent. The long meandering path that the vagus nerve follows in your body is often why we call it the great wanderer. You know, the word comes from Latin and wandering, great song too. And interesting, the vagus nerve communicates with the autonomic nervous system, the brain system that controls essential bodily functions, such as heart rate, and as you said before, breathing. So the autonomic nervous system has those two parts, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. Everybody knows the sympathetic because it's the stress system, fight or flight. The vagus nerve is the captain of the parasympathetic nervous system in that it's a wine and dine or rest and digest part of the nerve. So interesting how it controls this autonomic nervous system. 
and this autonomic nervous system can also communicate with your central nervous system. Therefore, you've got this axis or nexus in the gut to allow the gut to brain to communicate. Studies have shown that vagus nerve tone being decreased, as you said before, is very apparent in those who have long COVID. The nerve is actually thick. So therefore, it's incumbent on all practitioners to try to stimulate vagus nerve tone and balance the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system, hence the idea of the body in homostasis. This is awesome. Now, if you're you're getting lost in some of those big words, you can you can get the book Immune Immune Reboot and delve deeper and and research what um, Dr. Silverman's talking about here because it's important that we all understand the function of all these different things. So I'm going to go back and review a few things because we this was a lot. I mean, in in uh, you know less than less than thirty minutes, you've you've given people a lot to think about in their immune system, a lot to do. But let's bring it home and, and just just kind of reinforce so they kind of understand. First of all, COVID affects the brain in what way? Give us some give us some quick uh, quick fire responses that people when they, when, when they walk away, what are they going to learn if they had COVID or or they've experienced one of their family members or friends have had it? What what might they be experiencing? I mean, it's even said that they're getting hair loss, right, and things like this. So tell us a little bit about if they're getting these symptoms, they really need to read this book and get their immune system back up. Tell me a little bit about that. No worries there. Uh, the first thing people have noticed is brain fog, a cloudiness, if you will, okay. from COVID, because the COVID virus can pierce the blood-brain barrier, even if it's intact, because it's so small. So that's one thing that everybody has to realize. There's forgetfulness. There's memory. Um, there's actually been some structural inflammatory damage and that is why, believe it or not, in the in frontal cortex and in the cranial nerves, that people have that loss of sense of smell and taste that you're speaking about. But the bigger things that we're seeing and has been documented is the forgetfulness, the memory, and the overall fatigue, a lot of which comes from the mitochondria shutting down and not turning on. The other thing, again, in that bidirectionality, which we keep coming back to, COVID can damage the gut because viruses are shed through the gut high incidence of leaky gut with those people post-COVID. So my suggestion and what I do with all my patients is I recommend a leaky gut or a gut barrier panel test for everybody who's post-COVID, which is almost all of us. So whatever you do to your gut, you do to your brain. As it's been said, gut on fire means brain on fire. Brain on fire means gut on fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when we do our, we do a test with our uh, NeuroCheck and the average brain score right now is 63% of the brains in Delta. And what we've correlated that to is inflammation. You know, and you were talking about, I love the, I love the saying that food is good food is information and bad food is inflammation. I think that's, that's very powerful to, for people to think about. And as you think about the next meal you're eating, you're either feeding that inflammation or you're putting out the fire, whatever you're doing, because the body is constantly do, doing what it needs to do. As, as everyone, when they get to their computer and they open it up and they type in immunereboot.com, they start learning about it. What can they do now? Do you have anything that they can start doing right now while they're thinking about doing their research on you? And you're going to share with us a little bit too before we end where they can find out more about you and uh, hear you speak maybe, or go, do you have a YouTube channel? How can they learn more from you and basically start taking back control of their health and their immune system is a very important part that no really very few people thought about 
until COVID. I mean, it, this is, it, it kind of, it was there all the time, but nobody, you know, nobody talked about it. Yeah, I concur with you. And, and that was one of the more disconcerting things that we as practitioners didn't emphasize it, but we're on it now. And it's great. You know, the conversation of longevity is hot in 2023. And I will purport that there is no longevity, the balance of health span and lifespan without a good, strong immune system. So you're only as young as your immune system. Your brain is quite dependent on your immune health. That said, a couple of quick suggestions, get better sleep, decrease your carbohydrates, adhere to a quality intermittent fast, 14 to 16 hours of not eating during the day, fabulous for the cleansing of your body cells, fabulous for brain health, tremendous to cause something called autophagy, which is a breakdown of old cells, allowing new cells which can lead to immunorejuvenation and mitophagy, new mitochondria. It's our body's own cleansing. We're not made to eat all the time. Jacqueline once said, if man makes it, I won't eat it. So there's your diet. It's real simple. The famed JFK once said, the best time to repair the roof is when the sun is shining. Today, everybody, he's telling you, don't wait till you're sick. Take care of yourself. If history were to repeat itself, there would be other health pandemics. If we can learn something from the past, it's clear that the first and most controllable line of defense against illness is our own immune system. Instead of reacting to sickness, a proactive approach to immunity can help you reduce the risk of illness and possibly even prevent it. So I wrote this book to provide easy, actionable tools and knowledge of how to take control of your immune system and your health. So therefore, you, Dr. Porter, myself, all our colleagues, and all our patients can reboot their immune system now and hopefully into the future so the next generation didn't have to suffer like we did and get caught with our defenses down. Well, I hope everybody believed me when I said you're going to throw out some truth bombs and give them some information because you truly have done that. Again, thank you, uh, Dr. Silverman, for taking time out of your schedule. I know you have patients to go see and people's immune systems to, to reboot. And everyone out there, please go to immunereboot.com, do some research, get the book, start working on yourself. If your practitioner doesn't have it, show them the book, get them to learn from, from Dr. Silverman here. He's got a lot of great things. Where can they learn about you? Is it just on your website and on the immune reboot site or where, where else can they learn from you? They can go to my website, drrobertsilverman.com. Got a big social media presence, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the like. Uh, I've got the whole composite, drrobsilverman.com. Um, we've got a podcast, which we're going to have you on as a guest, hopefully in the foreseeable future, get you to drop some knowledge and truth bombs yourself. <laughs> and um, I'm here for anybody, 365, 24-7. All right. Well, thank you for being who you are and, and taking taking the step forward and talking about the immune system. I know a lot of people are trying to stay hidden and, and, but this is something everyone needs to know that you can improve immune function. You can reboot your immune system, especially after COVID or long COVID, even after the flu. I mean, uh, when your body is compromised from anything, you let's say you just painted your house and you didn't realize you were using the wrong paint, your immune system is being affected. If you got angry and upset, and that's why we have to pass out and sleep sometimes if, if you got too 
upset. It's your immune system needing to reboot. Well, there's going to be some tips and tricks in the book that are going to help you. And the biggest thing is for those of you that are so confused because there's a million doctors out there telling you, take this one supplement, this magic bullet, this super pill. But Dr. Silverman has actually tested this with his patients and himself in his clinic in New York. And these are things that work day in and day out. So I'm going to encourage you to sign up for that consultation. If you're one of the first three, it's going to be free. You're going to get a free copy of the book, but you can also get that book on Amazon. You can go to his website, immunereboot.com. Let's help Dr. Silverman get this word out to the world so that, as he said, the next generation isn't blindsided like what we were with, with COVID. Because if you weren't in the industry, you didn't really pay attention to the immune system. I mean, I remember growing up and there was a movie about the boy in the bubble and everybody thought that, you know, this was the only reason we would have to work on our immune system. But the reality is that this is a daily practice. We're, especially as we get better looking and more intelligent with age, we need to make sure that our immune system is following along with us. And it does have a big, one thing I think the listeners need to understand is that the most of mitochondria in the body is in the brain. So the body doesn't just say, I'm going to shut down the mitochondria in your right pinky. It does it all over because it's a shared community. And so the shared load goes throughout. So if the body is damaged or or not balanced, it's going to affect the brain equally as the rest of the body. So let's get the immune system going. Do your brain taps. Let's continue to better a billion brains. And Dr. Silverman, thank you for being our guest here. I look forward to hearing you back after you have your next breakthrough, whatever that is. You seem every six months or every year, you seem to come up with a breakthrough. So people need to like, follow, and share your information so people can learn from you. I mean, you're out there doing it. You're not just in the lab somewhere. You're actually seeing patients day in and day out. You're seeing the results of your work. So congratulations on that. Thank you so much for the opportunity and congratulations on your elite work. Okay, thank you. Now, remember, this is this is a podcast shared with you so you can share it with your community. We can only help those people that listen, absorb, and then utilize this knowledge. So please like, share, and send it out to everyone you know that has an immune system. And guess what? That's everyone you know. So let's get it out to everyone. Let's start sharing that we do have a choice for health. And we can choose first by what information is guiding and directing our, our habits and patterns, which then create our body over time. So again, this is Dr. Patrick Porter. Thanks for listening to better the uh, BrainTap Business Journal podcast. And we're going to have the next one to come. So please stay tuned for our next podcast. And please continue to better your brain and inform others that they have a choice to better their brain as we work to better at least minimum I have while before I leave the planet a billion brains are going to be improved so with your help I know it's possible and thank you again Dr. Stone.